Good morning and welcome to Friday. We have made it. Yeah, give yourself a pat on the back. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and we we always like to put a couple fingers of Jack in the coffee on Friday. Sit back, relax, strap on that seatbelt, leave the drive into us. 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And, man, it couldn't get here soon enough. The last day, now this is what I'm told. Again, I'm no expert, but this is going to be the last day of the year that we hit 100 degrees here in the Valley of the Sun. So uh, for all of you uh, sun worshipers out there, uh, it's going to get super gorgeous here for the rest of the year. I heard that on TV, so it must be true. Uh, the weatherman, the weather guy, Royal Norman, said so. This is it. This will be the last day of 100 degrees for the rest of the year. And whoo, thankfully, it's our turn to brag. Now, after this, we'll be bragging about how great the weather is. The golf courses. Get out there. Play some golf. Play a little pickleball. Get that exercise going. Uh, and, well, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. We've got a, a little over two weeks and, until the election is here uh, this morning. We had retail sales data. I'll share it with you. It was fascinating. I, I, I'll say this. Uh, I wouldn't believe a number that comes out of the government, and today was one of those days I was like, really? But then I thought more about it, and I thought, well, maybe it could be true. Retail sales were up in September. Now, I don't know how, because really in, like, July, June, July, August, retail sales were kind of, eh, yeah, they're okay. But when, you know, you thought about, hey, every, the, the government was handing out money to everybody like crazy. And, you know, September, like, the $600 things came to an end. And yet this was the best retail sales number, according to the government, since the COVID. Now, I don't know how that worked. Now, maybe, 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 since nobody was allowed to go on vacation, right? Nobody's in the hotels. Nobody's on the airplanes. Nobody went to Vegas. By the way, bad news for Vegas. Bunch more layoffs now for the hotels uh, that are open. Nobody's there. Uh, maybe they spent all of that money. You, know, you didn't go on a cruise, right? No carnival cruising. Right? You, you, you didn't go down to Mexico. You didn't go to Cabo. Right? You definitely didn't go to New York City. Maybe we spent all our money in retail. That, that's the only, the only way I could believe. But why would it be in September? Why wouldn't we have done that in June? And why wouldn't we have done that in July? I don't, uh, August? I, I don't know. Uh, but it was a big number. Uh, 1.5. Nine percent. That's and that's huge. You know when we're talking about the uh, retail. I think every category but electronics. So kind of funny, right? Because all the the best stocks are the tech stocks. So you know the electronic side of it. Every category but electronics uh, saw a, a big improvement. And again, what's it worth? I don't know. And. Five years from now, they're going to go back and revise all of these numbers. Uh, and and remember the financial crisis. Do you know that GDP during the financial crisis 
we were down like 1%, and then five years later, like, oh, we were really down 5% or 6%. Uh, it's going to be one of those deals. But it just shows you uh, the ineptness of, of the government. Well, they don't want the right number. That's the problem, right? I don't know why, but they don't. They don't want the right number. They want the, the made-up number that makes them feel good. And inside of the retail sales number, they have this control group number that the central bank uses for GDP. That was a really big. So we are going to get a huge, huge, huge second quarter GDP number. What does that mean? Not a lot. Not a lot. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see about, uh, I would say this, based on this number today, why do we need a stimulus? I mean, it, that, that's how much it defies logic. I, I, I can't understand it. We just had 900,000 people file for unemployment claims yesterday. I, I don't know how it's possible. I mean, Amazon would have to, based on this number, because let's face it, we know they're not, you're not out at the mall doing it, right? The, the amount of retailers closing, I mean, we, we, we don't even keep track anymore. It, it's such a huge number. It's so ridiculous. That, that we really are, we're not even keeping track. By the number we got today, Amazon would need to, I would have to say, they would have to employ like two, three, four, five million more people to, to, to have this number actually be true. The restaurants have to be packed on these, they got to be packed. I, I, again, I don't know. It, I can't explain it, and it doesn't need to be explained. It is what it is, right? Uh, and and I'm, I'm sitting there going, wow, based on the, the numbers that I'm looking at, you couldn't convince me for one second that we needed any more stimulus. But every central banker has come out on TV about 800 stinking times telling you how bad we got to have another stimulus, right? And, and Pelosi and Mnuchin, and we got to have a stimulus. And, and, of course, I'm telling you, we've got to have stimulus, right? I, I'm in the camp. But yet these numbers are so ridiculous. you got to love it. Hey, this is why we put Jack in the coffee, so we can believe this bull crap that they put out every day. Almost said a different picture radio news hour. Can't get in trouble with the FCC. We'll be back right after the break. Hey, we're back. 800-951-0592. It's, uh, wow. Numbers that are hard to believe. Here's what they're saying. Here, Okay, now, I know that states, especially the blue ones, they're not even really reopened yet. Disneyland is closed. Disney World, nobody goes there, so they keep, you know, laying people off. Uh, Vegas is the ghost town, right? Nobody's on airplanes. And I shouldn't say nobody. That's not true. They've cut, what, 60% of all the flights? Think about from a year ago to today. And 60%, that may not be big enough. It may be more. But we're having 60% less flights. And they're saying that the GDP, you know, we were down 30-something percent in the second quarter. We're going to be up 30-something percent in the third quarter. And they're, they're trying to, hey, no, nothing happened. That's fine. 
It makes no sense. I mean, I don't even know how they can look at us in a straight face. I, I'm watching the idiot box, and they're, you should just, oh, my gosh, look at this. That's incredible. It's not incredible. It's not true. It didn't happen. I mean, it's okay. I mean, you know, we got to live with the number they give us. But this is why you buy gold. This is why you buy silver. This is why, we, you know, you just need to think a little bit. You don't even have to really think that hard. It's not possible. Because if it was, if it really was true, you would, you would be out there, people would be everywhere. Every, it can't be. You know, think about when you're when you're staying out of town somewhere. What are you doing? You're eating out, right? I mean, you're buying stuff. You're doing the touristy things. I'm going to the zoo. I'm going to the amusement park. We're eating out everywhere. I mean, it's retail sales bonanza. Sporting events. Nobody's at them. That's retail sales. Nobody's there. But yet, we all want to pretend this is why. This is what makes America great, though. It really does. I mean, they have dumbed us down to the point where uh, they can say anything. I bet you they can't believe it. Hey, let's throw this number out. Let's just see if they actually believe it or not. <laughs> and people are, they know, oh, yeah, it's great. We, you know, again, they want to give the illusion. It's very important. And I'm not saying, are they bad people for doing it? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't tell me that we've had 8 million people join the poverty level. And again, if they're, if they're admitting to 8, right, probably double it. Right, probably, probably added 16 million people to poverty. And yet, it's the best retail sales number I decades. It's like it's it's incredible, and and it's September. It's not like it's a December or a, a November a holiday number. No, it's a number that normally normally. September's not that big one. You got back to school, but a lot of states are already back to school before September even starts. Everybody comes home from vacation. And so you're sitting there thinking about what does it mean? Why? Why? I mean, believe me, nobody wants that number to be true more than me. Nobody. But the realities are now, how do we prepare? And the answer is really simple. We know what's happening. We get it. We're, we're going to spend trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars going into debt. And now we're at that point where the debt's just going to go up whether they want to. There's really not a lot they can do about it. Right? Social Security is going to take a major hit. Well, it, it's not even a real trust fund, so it really doesn't matter, right? Either way, it just means more debt. That's all it means. We have a central bank who is who is telling everybody about needing more inflation. Jay Powell's given a big speech. 
about digital currency today. I have bad news for you. It's coming. You know it's coming. There's not a person that can hear this show that doesn't know it's coming. It's coming. Why you don't prepare for it, I don't know. Now, most people out there, I know because they listen to, to AM Sports or they listen to the 80s station or they listen to the oldies or, you know, maybe you're a bebopper or you listen to rap music or whatever you're doing. You, you got uh, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. I love Joe Rogan. I do. I love him. He's great. But you got to take a little time to say, okay, what do I need to do financially? And I'm going to tell you right now, owning stocks is not what's going to save you. I wish, man, I wish it would. Wouldn't that be great? The debt markets, because we're a debt society, this is what's broken. See, and we got to come out with these ridiculous numbers like today. Well, no, we all know it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But it's okay. It's okay. We'll say it did. Because here's the reality. How could the GDP after all of this be the same? Because there's a good chance they're going to report a GDP third quarter number that's higher than the GDP of the second quarter. That was, you know, the 32% lower. Now, if they were the same, we'd still be lower. But no, I think it's going to be higher. In other words, they're going to try to convince us that we, that, that, that we had no loss of GDP. Whatever we lost in the second quarter, we gained it all back, and life's great. But we did it with 16 million more people ending up on poverty. Do you see the food bank numbers? I don't know if you guys even watch that stuff. They're saying they're going to be needing, right now, food banks across the country are millions, millions of meals short of what they're going to need. We haven't seen food bank lines like this, in, in, at least in my history. It's never happened before. And I know you may say, well, well, you know, it's not that bad in Arizona. Really, go downtown. Go ask the guys whose businesses are right near the quote-unquote uh, economic housing center downtown in, in, in Arizona. You'll see parking lots People by the hundreds because all the beds are full. But when we start to think about what do we need to do? What do we need to understand? What is it that they're going to do? It's very simple. And I know they'll want you to believe it's so common. This is the problem. They want you to believe simple things are complicated. Because most Americans, if something's too hard, it's too complicated. What do we do? I don't you know, forget. Turn the dial. Change the station. I don't want to talk about it. Right? It's, I'm just going to keep on living my life. I'm going to go back to pointing and clicking on Amazon because i got to get these retail sales numbers up. I think Brooke and my wife probably accounted for half of the retail sales. That's seemingly all they do. Every day Amazon's been at my house, I feel like. But neither here nor there. It's not complicated at all. Here's the problem. We have 
all of this debt. Now, we know about the national debt, but that's not the debt I'm talking about. It's part of it, but set that aside for a minute, that astronomical number. Think about every building, every place of business, every home. I mean, almost every piece of land that has something on it, and sometimes just the piece of land with nothing on it. There's debt behind it. And because of the fact that we we don't have real growth in the United States, we have what they call nominal growth. And what nominal growth is... Uh, I'll, I'll explain it simply, okay? The 10-year note yields, let me, let me be as accurate as I can here, if I can pull it up here. The 10-year yield yields a whopping 74 basis points now, so it's actually a little higher, 74 basis points. Now, they admit that inflation's 1.3%. Well, it's actually now 1.7 is the, the latest number. So you're like, okay, 1.7, 7 tenths, uh, that means I'm losing 1%. So nominally, a 10-year note yields 74 basis points. So that's still more, right? It's not a negative 74 basis points. But actually... It doesn't even keep up with the pace of what they say inflation is. Now, how did inflation get so low? Have you ever asked yourself, how did it get so low? Well, see, they started having a problem with all of the debt that I just told you about. Every apartment building, every restaurant, every warehouse, every regular house. Think about the schools, the cities, all all of this debt. See, they had problems paying it. In other words, man, if we actually give you a real rate of return, it will bankrupt the people making the payments. See, this was the problem. So if if the inflation rate... It was really, let's just say, 1.7%. In order to get somebody really to lend you some money, you probably need to give them 3.7. Hey, I want at least a couple points above, above the nominal, right? At that level, people would default. The payment would be too high. Take the national debt. If the federal government had to pay 4% on a 10-year note, okay, just 4%, which historically would be significantly inexpensive, historically. We wouldn't be talking about a national debt. Now, this year, the national debt's going to actually be about $4.3 trillion. They're going to tell you 3.1, and I've explained the difference of the little number and the big number. The difference 
instead of $4.3 trillion, we would have a national debt of $6.3 trillion, and they would have to admit to $5.1 trillion. That would be the difference. It's huge. Now you look at this inflation rate they talk about, this 1.7%. Go out to allamericangold.com. There's an interview with Frank Holmes. And I want you to, you know, you got to go through the first two or three minutes because he, he's a big hedge fund guy and he's got some, uh, I don't know, net jet ETF or something like that. But if you get past that, he starts talking about, he's, he's telling everyone, listen, gold's going to be 10000 short-term 4000 but he talks about inflation. And if you just go back to the 80s, what would be the inflation rate today if you use the same calculation? We'll talk about that next. 800 Now hang with me. Hang with me. I know I'm going to get a little complicated, but when I'm done, I'm going to make it very simple for you, okay? We'll get there. Just hang in there. Trying to, to reach out to a few of you so you understand the need for getting prepared for the digital currency. There is a massive devaluation coming to the United States. Not, not because I wanted to. Or, well, you know, Joe just wants to sell gold, so of course he's going to say that. No. I do want to sell gold because I know it's going to help you. Because this is what happens. It always happens to debt-laden society. It's not new. So let's go back. We were talking about inflation. And, of course, now the Fed lies about what it is. We know this because we live it. If you go back, see, what they did is, Every decade or so, in order to justify these ridiculous debts, the Fed had to start lying. And they'd come up with these hypotheses and theories and say, well, because of this, we can do that, and inflation really, you know, things got better right now. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna count uh, improvements as non-inflationary, right? acting like we didn't build things better the more we learned in the past. Of course we did. Didn't mean they cost any more. But that's how, you know, that was one of the, and substitution and this and that. If beef's expensive, you'll buy pork and all that stuff. If you go back to the 70s and the 80s, the way they used to track inflation. So I, apparently we must have been really dumb in the 70s and the 80s. We got so much smarter. Obviously we didn't. I'm, I'm joking. We're no smarter today. Matter of fact, you could argue we're probably a little less smart today. With all the electronic help we have. Inflation today would be 8%. Now you start, go back to our 10-year note, yielding 0.75. In nominal terms, you have a gain. In actual returns, you're losing not 
1%. Now you're losing over 7%. See, and that's really what it is. You know, think about back back up until about, what, the mid-90s. The P.E. ratios of Wall Street were about 8 to 1. Did they somehow miraculously, you know, abracadabra, oh, 16 to 1. It's okay because the rates are so much lower. Right? Because the Fed just lied about the number. So it creates what? Inflation in what market? Inflation in the debt market. One of the things low rates does, too, it allows people to think they can borrow even more money. Right? President Trump. It's a great time to borrow. I'll add to the debt rate. It's free. Look at housing prices. Look at car prices. Well, we can charge, we can have it be more expensive because, well, the rates are so low, the payments aren't going to be that bad. See, they've got to have that debt keep going up. And now, think about now 16%. P.E. ratios on Wall Street are in the high 20s, right? And it gets more ridiculous, right? Just like the national debt, national debt, by the end of the year, it's going to be $30 trillion. That's it's ridiculous. you got to have retail sales numbers today that are ridiculous. See, and the central bank knows this. See, they're running out of theories formulas and, and they're running out of things that they could do so we're looking at today they just buy the debt now the central bank doesn't make any money how do they get the money to buy it don't they just make it up and sooner or later what happens ask a farmer you know what you know farmers are some of the smartest people I know gotta be believe me there's a reason people don't farm. It, it's it's brutal. You got to be super smart, uh, and and it, you get affected by things you have no control over. I mean, it's bad enough the weather, but now you got politics and everything. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. But farmers know about supply and demand. They also know about what overproduction. What happens when you have too much? corn, too much soybeans or too much wheat what happens the price drops dramatically see and this is where the United States is see they they, they, they started going into debt and the theory always was well we'll go into debt during the bad time and but we'll pay it back during the good time That went out the window. After the not, after getting off the gold standard, the bank said, well, why, why do we ever have to pay it back? Right? And they, as, as things started growing, all the, they started changing all the rules to try to make it appear that it's okay. So now we got these huge numbers. I don't even know. You know, if, if J.P. Morgan Chase has a $55 trillion derivative book, you take the top 10 biggest banks in the world, and you've probably got 
four to five hundred trillion dollars of derivatives, you know, for you know, and I'm talking about the foreign banks, our banks, the Chinese banks, the European banks. If you took all the banks in the world, we're probably at seven or eight hundred trillion. Maybe we're at a quadrillion. I don't know. What is it? Quadrillion in derivatives. And so when the central bank is talking about we need this inflation that they seemingly can never get because they change, believe me, there's plenty of inflation. They just don't want to admit it. But now the stakes are so high that they already know we can't do it this way and survive. We need something bigger. Interest rates, they got the Fed funds rate at zero. It's been zero pretty much since what, 05, 06, 06, maybe 07. And and they've already admitted, listen, we're not raising them, you know, anytime soon. And it's still that enough. This is where the digital currency comes in. We're going to talk about what Jay Powell, by the way, I said the meeting was today, it's Monday, I apologize, the meeting is on Monday. Uh, it's at the IMF, it's the IMF's annual meeting, huh, that makes a lot of sense. We'll be back right after the break. 800 so just think for a minute, if I, if I, and I'm not telling you, Everybody out there can go back and look at how we used to calculate inflation. We're no smarter today than we were back then. Matter of fact, it's actually ridiculous how we count it today. But part of it, too, is, to, you know, Social Security got to stay solvent a little longer. You know, your, your COLA adjustments. Right? There's a reason why they've disappeared since the millennium. There's a reason. But could you imagine at 8%, where would the Fed's funds rate be? 10, 11, 12? Could you imagine what the payments would be? Right? Housing would be, housing prices would crash. Car sales would come to an end, right? I mean, you know, the, the credit card payments, all that stuff would be astronomical. See, that would be bad for these debt markets. You know, the one quadrillion, if whatever it is, it's got to be worth more until it isn't. And then the whole system folds. It's what happens. So the only way, the only way to make this work is to devalue. But the Fed... They've used all their devalue tools, and they're trying super hard, and it's, it's not working out. And this is where the digital money comes in. And it's funny that they're at the IMF, this meeting on Monday, because what everybody envisions is that they're going to be talking about payments, global payments. This is how they're going to approach it. Well, we're just going to be sending payments to the Chinese mostly because, you know, we run huge debts with them. But this is how we'll pay Canada and Mexico, and they'll pay us that way too. They're going to create 
a digital exchange rate. So the Federal Reserve is simply going to be able to make everything cost more. So that $100,000 you have in your 401k and your IRA and your savings accounts, whatever it is, it's probably going to buy half of what it used to. Maybe, maybe I don't know if half's going to be enough. That's what's going to happen. Believe me when I tell you. All of you, like me, right, we like to have cash at home, you know, just in case. My The amount of cash I keep at home has been, I've, I've cut it dramatically. Because it doesn't make sense. Because all it does is buy less and less and less. I mean, if you had $10,000 of cash in your safe at your house 20 years ago, and you had a bunch of money. Today, eh, not so much, really. I mean, and I hate to say it, still, listen, don't get me wrong, ten grand for the majority of Americans is a lot of money. Just doesn't buy a lot of stuff. And all of you that keep a large amount of cash at home, you better figure it out real quick. Because there's going to come a time, and like I said, I thought ten years, now I don't think we have that long where you're going to have to turn it in. We're all going to have to turn it in. Everybody in everybody in the world is going to turn it in. So here's the good part. Now, we can say, well, everybody's doing it. <laughs> if your friend, you know, my mom, if your friend jumped off a bridge, would you? You know, when you were in trouble. But, Bob, everybody was doing it. Right? That's what this is. Everybody, they're all going to do it. The Europeans are going to do it. The British, the Chinese, everybody's going to do it. And when you go to bring that money in, and I I guess I'll use ten grand as the rule because it seems like that's their favorite number. If you want to put more than $10,000 of cash into, into the bank so you can get your digital dollars, if you got more than that, I'm sure you're going to step over here. Let's... Let's fill this form out, shall we? Right. How did you get this money? Hmm? Mr. Schmuckatelli? Well, I've been saving it for decades now, you know, a little bit, really? So you're you're telling me you got twenty, thirty, fifty, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, whatever it is in cash by saving it? Huh. Boy, that doesn't make a lot of sense to us. I think we're going to have the IRS go through your taxes. We'll find out, Mr. Spuckatelli. Right? I mean, believe me, that's what's going to happen. Because you got to understand, this is going to be a crisis. Right? And this is going to be in order to save the banks, in order to save the country type of crisis. And and I know a lot, oh, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you are. You are. Because they're going to make sure you do. And then all of you other people, they're going to say, see, it's fine. Whatever you had before. Let's just say you don't have, you know, outside of, hey, I got 20 bucks or I got whatever's in my wallet. That's the cash I have. Or if you're like, oh, well, I got all this change, right? All the change machines. It's going to go crazy, right? 
All your other accounts are just going to be transcribed over. Everything's going to stay the same. Your mortgage is going to stay the same. Your car payments are going to stay the same. If you had $100,000 in your IRA, you got 100000 digital dollars now. And then the whack is going to come. Everything that used to cost a dollar is going to cost two. Everything that costs two is going to cost four. Everything that costs four is going to cost eight, and so on and so forth. And then that's not going to be enough. Now they cost four. Now it's going to cost ten, twenty. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Gold and silver just hanging out today. Uh, depending on where your gold's down, six, seven, or two dollars. Uh, 1903, 1904. Uh, silver, uh, it's either up or down. A, a, you know, it's either up twenty cents or down six cents. Again, all this crazy markets. You got London, you got New York, blah blah blah. Uh, twenty four and a quarter. Twenty four and a quarter on silver. Nineteen oh three on gold. Uh, the Dow's up about two hundred points. And listen, you've got until they say stimulus, and then gold's on the uh, gold's on 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 a tear. Yesterday, we were running those U.S. $5 liberties. It's still the thing I've got the most of, and it's still the best price I've got. Uh, 20s are, I have some, my quantities are limited, uh, but for a fractional gold piece, this $560 price is really strong. It's a really good opportunity, uh, so take advantage of it. Plus, it's a little less expensive, so... Uh, people can a little the affordability of it is a little better. U.S. five dollar Liberty gold pieces at five hundred and sixty dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Now let me explain simply how this is going to work when we go digital, and I'm going to use the example that my uncle used for years. You go to the store, you buy the gallon of milk. A gallon of milk's $4. You pay the, the cashier the $4. Uh, the, 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 the store, the next, that night, reorders milk. All of a sudden, the price of milk's $5. So the store changes the price of milk to 6 You go, you buy your gallon of milk. You give the cashier the $6.00. The store reorders, and the price of the milk is now $8. Man, what's going on? So they raise the price. Now they, they, don't, they raise it big. They raise it to 12 You go in, you buy the gallon of milk, you pay the $12, the store calls up, and now the price is 15 So now they raise the price to 20 You pay the 20 bucks. Right, and then all of a sudden the cost of the milk to the store is 25 He raises the price to 30 You see how it goes? That's what's, what's going to happen with the digital dollar. I'm hoping, my hope is, things only double. That's my hope. I don't know that that's enough because it's so big. It's so big. All of the debts that are all on to keep this system alive... Uh, that's why I would love it to see us go back to a gold standard, but uh, we got to get rid of the bankers first. Uh, and remember, you know what I said it yesterday. Our founding fathers, man, they warned us so much about this. 
And this is just what, what really happens. This is why we, we end up with very few people with a lot of money and the vast majority with none serfdom. That's exactly what we're seeing. You see it. Right? How could it be that in the early 2000s, 17 million people were on food stamps? And today, we don't even know what the number is. We, we think it's somewhere around 50. 50 million. And we're saying we got prosperity. Take the time. Think about it a little bit. It's a simple thing. Devaluation is what they're, that's their goal when the, with this digital currency. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll talk again on Monday. Go Saints.